0: After 560-some episodes, I think I'll unmute myself before I start the show. Uh, But more importantly, in honor of the holidays, I have a damn good man, Adam Jablin, and of course, Craig Goldberg, my two beautiful co-hosts, The Hero Project, super, super behind him. I'm his Batman, he's my Robin, and before we bring on Craig Goldberg, in honor of the holiday, DM DM. He's in the wings, in the shadows. Six foot nine, maybe six foot ten. Now I think he reached. He hit his He's even no. He's not forked yet. Welcome, you guys. My two brothers, the OGs. How are
1: you? Good morning, my friend. How are you?
0: Good morning, DMs. How
2: are you, boys?
0: We are good. We are bringing on Adam Jablin and Dave Marino as my co-host here for the Office Hours edition. Of Breakfast of Champions. I figured if I'm going OG originals, I'm bringing my two best buddies back. Uh, and it's always great to see you guys. Uh, the backgrounds say it all. We have Superman and the dark shadow himself from the lurks of being the. And he's going to help us all. David Marino, uh, you know, we just got finished uh, filming. And both of you have been on the TV show on Apple as well. And it's an amazing experience. Both of you have shared with me. What's your biggest takeaway after five seasons? I'm curious. You've done five David Marino has done five hundred and sixty-nine episodes of Office Hours. I'm curious what your biggest takeaway <coughs> from Office Hours. Overall,
1: overall takeaway off from Office Hours is a really, really good question. Um and it's so much like just going through my brain because I remember us being online during during COVID and then, you know, starting the show and filming the show in Orange County and moving to Vegas. Uh, but if I can think of one overarching theme um, over 500 something episodes is with a lot of our guests, a lot of them have stories of loss and how those stories of loss helped them learn lessons which they apply to now win and thrive. Uh, And I think another consistent narrative is that it's never easy, Like, there's no person that's ever come on our show that said, I was born with a silver spoon, I still have the silver spoon, life has been roses and butterflies all the way through and now I'm successful. Uh, And I think just for everybody watching, it it, it makes it a lot more relatable because social media can sometimes have you feeling like everybody's life is perfect. And I think if anything we learned from the show is that folks' lives are not perfect their entire time. You know they've got to persevere through some of the dark times to get to to the light.
0: And Adam, one quick takeaway from you.
2: You know I don't want to just piggyback on David, but that it, I really think Office Hours illustrates embracing that emotional journey in entrepreneurship. You know it, it's the, we're using this different language to say the same thing. You know every guest really pours out their heart that this is this is not a cakewalk. You know, and what you're seeing in my branding and marketing is not who I actually am. That this is a dance with fear. This is an absolute dance with fear. And a lot of the questions, David, that you ask brings that out in the guests. You know what I mean? So some of the biggest names out there from Super Bowls to just people crushing it in business, they've all admitted the, the the emotional challenges. And that's what I connect with the most. It's not what's in the yeah. bank. It's the emotions.
0: Yeah, that energy, emotion. And I think it helps people identify the dis-ease to actually reaffirm the ease, the omniscient, all-powerful, knowing, as I said, the infinite unified system that has so much for us of more than enough. And speaking of more than enough, speaking of dis-ease, our first friend that I'm bringing up, Nick, is Craig goldberg uh i use this mechanism every day it's i am in harmony.com harmony itself uh is something that i have now utilized to describe my love language which is time and how to balance the values of my day uh not a weight balance like i used to say you know every day weight your balance and in the end of the lifetime you'll you don't have to spend 25% of your day on personal experiential giving and receiving. But it's really how harmonious is your day and how we identify the interference, uh, vibration, the dis-ease that people create for themselves via the natural bioanatomical, biochemical uh dis-ease that occurs and also bio-emotional, as my friend Adam Adam-Jablin uh, has brought up, the damn good man. Craig Goldberg, president, co-founder, he is a certified, and this is awesome, vibroacoustic therapy practitioner at InHarmony. Craig Goldberg, welcome to Office Hours and the Breakfast of Champions.
3: Good morning, good morning, grateful to be here. Thanks for having me, Dave.
0: Oh my gosh, it's grateful uh, is not even the word. So first of all, explain to people what the F I do every morning when I lie (sighs) down when I lie down on the in harmony, open my app. Uh, I do this every day. Minimum, you know, I'm a minimum time guy, time. I love language minutes a day, explain to everybody what the hell I'm doing because it has changed. People complain about how much energy I have, especially 6am in the morning in my own house. Tell me what am I doing in the morning when I lie down on the in harmony lounge, did a chair lounge
3: bed. (laughs) <laughs> lounge you got a lounge you got a cushion uh, I've I've gotten text from your from your team so I, I know you've got more energy which I'm grateful for and I'm, I'm grateful to be here Adam and David it's great to see you here as well uh vibroacoustic therapy vibration therapy <clears throat> morning voice I finished an event last night at like 12 30 in the morning so here we go yeah he's been in
0: a trade show for uh, the last oh, 20 no. hours so we'll give you a pass go ahead not everybody
3: can have the voice of a champion <laughs> so vibration therapy just helps to calm and relax the nervous system from the outside in. It's really the easiest way for me to explain it. We can get into the the science and the technical of what's happening, but the reality is Adam, what you talked about the struggle on the strife and, and you mentioned in the, the trauma that we've had in this world, we all have it. Uh, entrepreneurs, people in the corporate world, uh, you name it. People call these meat suits. I call these suffer suits. Uh, we are here to feel and interpret suffering and then translate that into love that's my perspective on this whole life's journey summed up into a quick sentence and we all have that trauma we need to deal with it we need to handle it i met a gentleman yesterday who was uh, a world champion arm wrestler and um he had just lost his mom eight weeks ago was completely broken up could hardly live life and i can't even sympathize with what that looks like. My mom is still with me. But to anybody that has lost somebody close, the grieving process is one that we have to go through. And whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in business, we need to be able to handle all that, compartmentalize it, and then press forward. But we still have to deal with it at some point. And that's what helps us to push forward and to strive forward, that grit, that grind, that hustle. Uh, I think that's something that is really near and dear to anybody in office hours because It's a running theme that we all have. And our technology, while it helps to energize and harmonize and do all of these amazing things, it also helps you to tend to your own garden, your internal garden. It helps you to clean your desk, the the desk in your mind, in your head, so that you can charge forward, be more powerful, be more present, and really rock and roll so it does an awful lot without diving into the specific science of it, but we typically uh, say that we harmonize the mind, body, and spirit so that you can charge forward by giving you rest and relaxation and allowing you to feel amazing at the same time. Yeah, and the way you do it, just so you know, because
0: <clears throat> I do it every day, is you lie down or you sit on the the cushion. I, I, I love lying down on the lounge. And lie down and you have an app and you pick what frequency you want, or you pick inspiration, or you you pick how you want to feel. You pick your emotion, basically, or your frequency, depending on where you're at. And then you just have an eye cover, and the lounge vibrates to the acoustic, the the, the music, uh, and it's in harmony together. And then your body becomes synchronistic to the sound, the vibration of of the sound in the vibration of the lounge Mm -hmm. and that's what's called in harmony and it doesn't take long I I do it before my shows uh people are like dude yes I am in sync uh if I had a band I would be in sync I would be (laughs) in harmony uh but it has changed it just keep it allows me to identify disease and spend less time minutes and moments in disease spending minutes and moments in disease my six foot eleven friend, he's growing while wow, the show is growing. He's amazing. If you haven't followed Dave Marino, please do. He's an OG. He's been on the first Office Hours with me pre-COVID, by the way, uh, over five oh, yeah. episodes. <laughs> he is the man, Dave Marino. What do you got for our friend Craig gold well, from In Harmony?
1: Well, first off, apologies for misspeaking. You are one hundred percent right. It's been so long. I yeah can't remember when we started. Uh, but but uh, Craig, this you know anything that gives Dave more energy, I'm like maybe may mildly afraid of just because Dave <laughs> <loves it. laughs> always, always has so much energy to begin with. But I, I'd love to, to 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 learn a little bit more about how how the, the vibration mixed with sound helps to reach a better meditative state. And then sort of a two-pronged question, you know, obviously the In Harmony product sounds amazing. I'd love to try it. Is there a way to replicate, obviously, I'm not going to put you out of business, but are there ways where if you're on the road or you're moving around, you want to replicate some of that feeling that you can do without it?
3: Absolutely. Uh, Look, uh, and I I love both of those questions and I will dive into a little bit of how it works. Uh, Look, I'm on a mission to help humanity and uh, and I want every single person that's watching right now to have access to the tools that they need so that they can feel their best, so that they can go touch the world, so they can impact the world. And the ripple effect is something David talks about and something that's really important to me. So, yeah, I want to provide that value for sure. Vibroacoustic therapy, as David started to, to, to share, is is the confluence of hearing the same thing that you're feeling. And what happens in the brain is that relaxes the nervous system. We have a bunch of mechanoreceptors in our skin that, that that send signals of changing in pressure. It's how we feel the environment that we're in. When you're laying on the sound lounge or sitting on a meditation cushion, your brain is feeling the same frequencies that it's hearing. The equivalent of going to a stack of, spe- standing in front of a stack of speakers at a nightclub or a concert, you feel that vibration in your chest. That is a base frequency, which is really a pulse, a change in air pressure that is coming from that speaker to your body. Uh, This is now we're harmonizing it. And of course, we're doing it on a much more concentrated level. Uh, This is when you're playing the specific frequencies that we play. This is what is actually calming and relaxing your nervous system, increasing circulation, helping with digestion, helping with detox pathways by opening up lymphatic drainage. We are basically assaulting your body in a very positive way. And that is what is allowing you to feel your best. It's allowing you to feel energized. It's allowing you to, it, your body is doing it from, we're triggering it from the outside in using sound and vibration, which feels amazing. And the, the body is reacting to that by creating these chemical cascades and opening up these different pathways, including general circulation, oxygen and nutrients going to every cell in the body. And that's what gives you that invigorating rush of energy. Okay. So, how can you do this on your own? You can do this on your own actually quite easily by getting up and going outside, connecting your feet to the earth, listening to if you feel the need. I have an app that's the music that drives everything that we do. Get a Bluetooth speaker that you have in the house, play my app through the Bluetooth speaker, and give yourself an opportunity to listen to what we call a music meditation, which is a track in our app. There's 120 plus. We add a new one every single week. And Scroll through. There's a free 14-day trial, so you can do this for the next 14 days. It won't cost you a penny. And lay down or put on headphones, listen to a music meditation, give yourself that space, and then go for a walk outside By while you're taking a phone call, while you're doing what you're doing as part of your normal day. Those two things together will help to simulate what we're doing, obviously, you're going to get the benefit of the music meditation with the Bluetooth speaker or your headphones, and then you're going to ground and go outside and get. You don't even need sunshine, really. Just getting your feet connected to the earth will help to dissipate that excess energy and will help you to feel a lot of what David's feeling. Of course, there's really no second to the Sound Lounge experience, but um, but that's very close to getting that done. And the name of the app is
0: In Harmony, correct? It is, yeah. In Harmony. I mean, if I mean, you I mean, search.
3: Looks like that. Right. It looks like my logo, which is right behind me, but yeah,
0: in harmony. Right in yes. harmony. Speaking of in harmony, I know Dave and I are in harmony, not just because we have the same initials, DM, uh, but you know, obviously being the exact same person, twins as people call us when we walk around. Uh, my other emotional twin is Adam Jablin, uh, and Adam, he's in harmony with me and the synchronicity of human beings also works within the vibrational frequency as well. Adam, I know you're dying to figure this out and get one uh, for you and your your, uh, clients as well. Uh, I'm curious what really resonates with you within Harmony.
2: I just, I love everything that I'm hearing. And and, uh, Craig, the one thing I keep wanting to dive into it just a little bit more is the origin story of it. I, I got to get a little reading of it between, you know, your wife's ailments and, and some of mm. the, the pain that she went through. But what what's the origin story that caused you to create in harmony?
3: I appreciate that. I selfishly create this company so that I have access to the products that I use every single day. I wish there was a bigger answer to that. I have stress. I have anxiety. Uh, I was just sitting at a a mastermind kind of round table and a good friend of mine, kind of who's known me for about a year and a half. We've been in this business mastermind together. He looks at me and he goes, but Greg, you don't, you don't have stress. You don't have anxiety. You're always so chill. And I kind of look back at him and I was like, I have a three and a half year old. I'm with my wife, 15 years. I have a business that is now ramping up to getting ready to explode in hockey stick. Uh, Yeah, I got, I got a couple things going on that are, that are taking my attention in lots of different ways. I selfishly use my technology every single day. Uh, I'm saddened actually that I had to get up this morning. All of my technology is at a four M 16 units or 12 units rather between two booths and an event that I did last night. So nothing is set up in my house. I'm actually going to the show early today so that I can land sound lounge for 45 minutes before the show starts. So Mm. to your, to your, uh, I, everybody has stress and anxiety. Everybody has trauma and I had a great childhood if we were to sit and talk about trauma and what that looks like, but it doesn't matter. We all have trauma. I have a three and a half year old that probably doesn't have a thing in the world to worry about. And she has trauma just because she wants to do one thing. And I tell her she can't do it. It creates a traumatic response. The nervous system, the nervous system only knows how to do one thing. And that is to keep you safe and to evaluate threats through the five senses. Uh, We are constantly getting triggered all day long. What our technology does, whether you're listening to music meditation or you're laying on a piece of our relaxation furniture, we are conditioning your nervous system, very much like an athlete conditions their body. We are conditioning your nervous system to stay calm and relaxed more often so that you can show up cool, calm and collected in the face of a threat, not very different from military or a first responder, military or first responder walks into a chaotic environment, cool, calm and collected, ready to operate. Whereas a civilian or somebody that's not trained for that is like, what's going on? What's happening? I'm, I'm in shock. I'm shaking that trauma or that traumatic effect. It's two human beings. They're the same exact for the most part, the same exact chemical makeup. And yet one is cool, calm and collected. And the other is, is, you know, obviously having a traumatic experience or in the middle of fight or flight, what's the difference? The difference is conditioning. So our technology helps you to condition for that environment and, and I'm no different. I, I wish I could tell you I was this superhero <laughs> as I'm looking at your backdrop. The reality is I'm a human being. I have I have emotions. I I am walking around in the same earth plane as each and every one of you are. I got to go out and I got to drive on the same streets you do. I have to deal with the same construction routines. I have to deal with the same public that everybody has to deal with for the most part. And, uh, and that comes with stress and anxiety. Again, our nervous systems have not caught up with Our current times long are the days where a saber tooth tiger is chasing us down the street. I get that. But the reality is there are still threats in this environment, accurate or inaccurately identified by your nervous system. Our nervous system is still in need of that training and that education, that conditioning. And that's really where we thrive and shine.
0: And Craig, there's two things from someone that utilizes it and recommends it. Uh, It's a baseline. (laughs) And so, you know, as you learn harmony is my baseline, not stress and disease, Uh, as you look at even inner talk, uh, where, you know, 80% of your baseline is this inner talk, 80% of your baseline is what you're saying to yourself, 80% of what you say to yourself is negative, 9% of the 80% is repetitive. So you're consistently baselining against yourself. Be able to shift your baseline to a harmonious baseline. Now, I will tell you, I think, after having three daughters and a son, I think I would rather be chased by a a (laughs) saber father than have a a three-and-a-half-year-old. But I see Marino smiling on that one. And Adam has a little bit of reflection and remembrance of it. (laughs) uh, Marino's in it and Goldberg's in it. So uh, we'd rather be chased by the saber tooth tiger even worse just so you know uh just wait till your kids start dating uh so i'd (laughs) i'd rather be chased by a saber-toothed tiger than meet another meet another boyfriend that i want to kill uh but i use my in harmony baseline uh to keep myself out of uh you know very difficult dis-ease of boyfriends as well uh but the incredible craig goldberg if you haven't checked out uh, in Harmony, if you want a baseline Harmony, if you want to live in Harmony, it's easy. Download the app and try it out. Use a Bluetooth speaker and then upgrade into a cushion and upgrade into the Sound Lounge. The full immersive experience of Harmony, which I get to enjoy every single day. I'm giving the secret sauce to Energy, the baseline of In Harmony. I am in Harmony.com. If you don't believe me, then go back and listen to the viral bio- acoustic version of Office Hours and Breakfast of Champions. Craig, come back and join us. Good luck today. Go sit on the lounge. I mean, go lay on the lounge. You'll be fine for the next 20 hours of trade show.
3: Thank you so much, David, for having me. Adam, David, it's great to be here. By the way, if anybody is interested and you do want to make a purchase, put the code in Office Hours at checkout and and see what uh, kind of gifts we have in store for you. I hope you have a spectacular day, David. Honored to be here. Grateful to see you. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day.
2: Happy holidays,
0: Love it. I love it. What an awesome dude. He's part of the book of the man. The legend himself has changed my life, as you two both have as well. The incredible Adam Jablin and Dave Marino here with me. But give us a moment, gentlemen, to bring up the nick of time one more time. Uh, He's going to go ahead and reset the room. If anybody wants information on uh in harmony just email me david at dmelzer.com happy to help uh as well as i will send the book sign it pay for the book pay for shipping i'll send it out to you uh to learn about how to identify fear what the re- reaction to fear is and then how to roll in the right direction in harmony with a unified abundant infinite system of thought nick of time reset the room
4: almost at halftime of David Meltzer's power hour in the instrument clubhouse, of course, the breakfast with champions. Um, and as we continue with this incredible office hours and these incredible conversations with guests, of course, if you have follow-up or would like to be introduced to Craig in harmony or have some additional questions um, that you can help give service towards but you do is email him directly david at dmelted.com and of course his email can be found in the chat as well now david do we have time for a quick question here live on clubhouse or we want to keep rocking and rolling with the next guest
0: yeah let's bring the next guest up and then we'll uh take a question because in the green room is a man that understands anxiety and depression a man who is bringing harmony uh especially to men's uh Bob Gardner is here. He's the founder of Freedom Specialists and an author, of course. Uh, and we want to talk about what he's doing in late January and February in order to facilitate raising the awareness uh, to identifying disease. Uh, and Bob, welcome to uh, Office Hours and the Breakfast of Champions, a simulcast uh, created by a Sanford and Sun setup. Uh, but welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. I was excited to be here, guys. Awesome
0: to have you. Um, You know, let's talk about retreats. There's so many different masterminds, retreats, getaways, um, and you have a built for freedom, which I find interesting men's retreat, January 30th to February 3rd. Why'd you choose freedom uh, to describe the retreat um, when we're looking at this dis ease? A lot of people talk about you know mental health and wellness and i love the fact that you stayed away from the more mass branding of a retreat that is teaching and empowering people with these tools to utilize the word freedom why do you use um in the description of the men's retreat
5: so uh that was a deliberate choice about the name of my company about the name of the things that i wanted to do I could have called myself an addiction specialist (laughs) i could have called myself a bipolar specialist i could have called myself a depression specialist that was my life i had i had blown everything up i was about to lose my wife and kids um i had been lost in a lot of different roads trying to battle what people would call mental health stuff on the inside while i was trying to make money and put food on the table and everything else Um, and so then as i figured that out and was trying to share this with other people i was. I wanted my mind on, on the goal. I didn't want my mind on something else. So I would rather specialize in freedom than specialize in, I have every addict is an addiction specialist. Every de- person who's depressed is a, is a specializes in depression. They do it automatically. It's like a, a habit. And so I was like, what if what freedom were an automatic habit? And so then as I started to build these retreats, I, the whole aim of them is to help people bypass their mental faci- faculties and get straight into the body and retrain the nervous system itself retrain the body's instincts so that it starts to choose freedom on autopilot we're taking them through physical uh, very intense sometimes and very gentle other times physical experiences to get their body to start to have a different reaction than the way that they have been operating up until now
1: well that's tr- <clears throat> excuse me that's tremendous i guess a little bit of morning voice for me here too adam you're the only one uh <laughs> That, that that's tremendous. You know, obviously with, with men, it, it's always difficult to talk about feelings and emotions and, you know, you're convening a group of men, uh, you know, at your retreat, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you've helped to break some of the, those stigmas to get folks to, to come and, you know, are there challenges in the retreat to get folks to open up? And if so, you know, what sort of strategies do you guys deploy to, to, to make it the most productive?
5: So that's a great question. The, the the way i designed these and it's been something that i've come at over the course of time was was i had to figure out how to how to be able to get everybody there and hit the ground running without having to spend so much time trying to get to know each other get everybody comfortable with it Um, a lot of the people that come to me have already tried years of counseling they've tried all the kinds of different therapies and apps and books and you know programs that are that are out there and they've learned some great things they've had some wonderful stuff occur in their life, but they still find themselves stuck. And so they're already coming ready to change. And they've heard my story. They recognize in me somebody who is like, my stuff's online. It's it's so like straight in your face. This is what I dealt with. This is the problem I had. This is what the, the thing that I said. And so they already have somebody who's willing to be honest. And so when they come to the retreat, I have them take some time beforehand to write themselves a goodbye letter. And to be very specific about what it is. So they're doing this with themselves, trying to be honest with themselves first. And then the first thing we do is they get on the bus and before they ever get to the venue, they read that letter. And they read that to one other person. And that other person reads their letter and they suddenly discover, oh, wow, I'm not alone in this. And then they go read it to another person. So by the time they get to where we're at, they've already connected with four, five, six other people and they're recognizing there's common patterns. They're recognizing that... um, they're not alone in their struggle, and though there may be some unique differences, like the main thing that they're struggling with is really the same. They don't know how to be happy in their circumstances. They're stressed out. They their body has has developed a, a habit that has helped them survive. They have a hundred percent success rate at surviving everything in their life. It just is they they're surviving in misery, and we'd like them to get, get to get them to survive in happiness is all. So that type of bonding experience by the time they get off the bus. Um, they're ready to go
0: well i'm about to make an incredible introduction if you haven't already met talk about <clears throat> synergy and dave thanks for giving me your morning voice it seems to be passing along virtually you believe in quantum physics you'll understand uh how that happens uh from point a to point b but more importantly adam Jablin, uh hero project and someone who focuses on as well but you know three of the four of us here have suffered from uh that addiction and the disease that's created and have freed ourselves uh this man has freed many as well adam Jablin, i know i want to introduce you to bob gardner
2: bob it's a pleasure to meet you i love i love listening to you i'm coming up on 18 years clean and sober and where you focus on freedom i focus on the hero within it's very aligned so my question to you would be this so you could elaborate on, on what you've discovered yeah what made you focus on the body when there's, you know, as we would say, there's the body, the mind, the spirit. What was the inspiration for you when you were the founder of the Freedom Specialist that I'm going to go through the body's pathways rather than the mindset or the spirituality?
5: Yeah. I had been in spiritual programs like 12-step programs and some of the other ones. And while I had a lot of benefits from them from time to time, like they weren't helping. And I also like I didn't know what to believe. Like I had a lot of questions in there and there were a lot of people had different opinions and I just felt like I was just in this maelstrom of, of voices. When it came to the mental stuff, I had, I had read all of these other different types of things and I was trying like affirmations and whatnot and it just wasn't helping me. And so what, one day I was sitting there and I, I asked myself a basic question, like, how do I know that I'm anxious? How do I know that I'm depressed? How do I know that I'm addicted? Like, what is it that's telling me this? And the answers always came back down to there's some part of my body that is suffering. It's constricted. It's in pain. It's, it's chemically off. There's something going on in my body. And I, I just started toggling those because I wasn't getting help somewhere else. Um, I remember uh, my wife leaving home one day and I had a few minutes and that entire drive to go use showed up and I felt myself standing rooted to the carpet, shaking, you know, heart thumping like, oh man, I just can't do this. And I had this strange vision of me at 90 years old in the same spot on the carpet, still in the same struggle. And I was like, there is no way I have to find a different way out because if I'm, if that's all I have to say for myself at 60 years later, it's not worth it. And so that's when I started testing things. I started changing my breathing or working with that, or I started changing my tension patterns or my posture. I started training the way I moved. And what I noticed was as I did that in this sort of playful way, it was a game to me that all the other problems started to go away on their own. And I would just have a moment somewhere down the line where I'd be like, wow, I used to respond to that differently. And it wasn't because I had like Dealt with the hard stuff and done some shadow work. I had just decided to go fill my life with joy, <laughs> in a really deliberate way, uh, and train my nervous. And and then all of a sudden, the other stuff started to go away. So I thought, man, maybe the body is the interface between mind and spirit and all these other stuff. And if I can just handle the interface, if I um, then then all the rest of it gets better. It's like driving down the road. And um, like your brain's not in touch with the outside world at all. Like It's in this little black box and all of the data that's coming in is coming through my body. So if I were driving down the road and I had bugs smeared over the windshield and mud smeared over the windshield, it's not that I can't see. I can see just fine, but it's a harder drive and it's a lot more stressful. If I clean the windshield, all of a sudden everything's beautiful, I'm fine. And that's what I was trying to do. Like if my body's the windshield, what if I just clean it out? Then suddenly the beauty of the world can find its way in.
2: What a great yeah. answer! That's, Wasn't it? Yeah.
5: For
0: someone in your position, that uh, means a lot, uh, Adam, as well. And as he was uh, illustrating what it feels like uh, to be built for freedom and to unshackle ourselves or clean our windshields, whatever analogy you want to use, uh, I think the paradigm shift is that you know we are already built for freedom. We just have to unshackle ourselves. Uh, and it's, is physically, mentally, and spiritually, um, and that, uh, future projection of seeing yourself at 90 lying on the floor 60 years later, uh, the only thing that, uh, doesn't hold true to that is if you're suffering from dis-ease and addiction, uh, dis you're probably not making it to 90, so you'll probably be six feet under the floor. Uh, <laughs> you won't, you won't make it to 90 from some, someone that, uh, knows about, uh, the dog years of addiction in seven years uh, is equal to one as adam i know will okay. share and marino who's a practicing leading corporate lawyer he's living double dog years without addiction uh just being a practicing lawyer uh you know that's why they charge so much per hour because it's really 14 hours of disease that they're giving you uh for one hour of billables but he's really good at it uh, and uh, as a recovering lawyer uh, I definitely sympathize with my man, D.M. My <laughs> yes, man. Uh, he should, go, he should, he should go, to, to go to the Built for Freedom Men's Retreat, and uh, he'll get his windshield clean for sure. Everybody, come and join our friend Bob. Or he's doing it a unique way of unshackling you, liberating you to shine your light. More freedom for all. Built for Freedom's Men Retreat, January 30th to February 3rd. Uh, In Salt Lake, I believe, if that's correct, Bob, it's in Utah, right? Uh, And the website, if you want to join, is thefreedomspecialist.com forward slash unshackled. Bob Gardner promised us you'll come back before uh, the event. We'll keep on driving traffic to those people that want to liberate their lives and lights to liberate other people's lives. It's always a pleasure to have you join us. Come back. Thanks
5: for joining us. Will do. Thank you guys so much.
2: Great job, Bob.
5: Awesome.
0: Yeah, really. I, I it's it's hard to surprise Adam Javelin when it comes to addiction. And uh I thought I'd go more with the gardener side of planting seeds under trees that we can never sit under. But instead he uh went the freedom route as his freedom special. My name's Gardner. I'm thinking maybe I'm more on the horticultural side of things and figuring out how to brand myself as a gardener of freedom. Uh, who knows? Uh the whole the old marketing expertise just is uh zooting itself here early in the morning on the west coast with the three morning voices of david melzer david marino and adam jablin thank god we got rid of goldberg because the quantum transference of morning voice was there we got a few moments before we bring on our next guest he's being in the wings we have the amazing brain surgeon uh dr lee warren coming up but before we bring him up i want to quickly have Nick, reset the room quickly, Nick of Time. They don't call you the Nick of Time for nothing. But also, let's bring one question up on uh, wherever you want to bring hundreds of questions here. So, Nick, go ahead. Reset the room quickly, Nick of Time. And then let's take a quick question before we bring on Dr. Lee Warren.
4: Absolutely, the door of what is going to be the fourth quarter of David Meltzer's Power Hour here in the be- Breakfast with Champions, of course the best community in room in Clubhouse, and doing a quick reset, this is office hours as today's topic, obviously we've had some incredible conversations with guests as David is joined by his phenomenal co-hosts Adam Jablin and David Moreno, and as we keep things rocking and rolling, we will have one more guest, but we have time for a quick question in the meantime, and I'd like to pass the mic over to Hatul, who has been patiently waiting.
6: So, Hatul, feel free to unmute yourself and ask David your question. Welcome. Thank you, Nick. Um, thanks, David. Good morning, everyone. Uh, emotional as were the two guests just resonated with me so, so much. The men's retreat and the wellness just completely described me and what I'm doing. Um, Dave knows all about this, Nick as well, so um, I don't know if it's a question, but um, I'm tempted to make the trip over to the States for that retreat. and I'm happy to promote the retreat as well. So, um, sorry, it's not a question, I just kind of, uh, Dave and Nick, you, you both know what I'm doing, but um, I think I just recorded the video this morning for my my live class, which is free for guys to jump onto. Um, it's just in a very similar vein to what Bob's doing. I'm not here to sell it. Um, I just implore men to kind of jump on this stuff and jump onto Dave's stuff and um, have the conversations you need to have because too many men are suffering. So sorry there wasn't a question there. That's
0: okay. Yeah. you Look, I don't know why more men, uh, and probably Dr. Lee Warren, he could tell us with his expertise uh, why we are holding in our emotions and. What physical effects holding in our emotions has? Uh, I'm, you know, a firm believer. For you know, I'm a crier. I, I always say it doesn't work unless I cry. I've cried on more stages than most human beings. Uh, but crying to me is perspiration. Uh, when we started with vibroacoustic behaviors, uh, to me, you know, when I work out, uh, I sweat. It's because my actual cellular structure is overheated. Uh, and I believe that when we have too much emotion good the the excitement or fear wh- whatever it may be that it overwhelms the physical embodiment and we don't sweat uh, necessarily when we are full of joy or full full of fear uh, which is the ego-based consciousness uh, we're emotionally overheated, uh, we need to sweat, and the mechanism that the bioatomical and biochemical be that we are is to let it go by crying, uh, and getting choked up or whatever it is. So, uh, I, I am very free with my emotions. Uh, because imagine if when you were working out, you didn't sweat, what would happen to your body? Uh, the same thing happens to your body, your mind, and your soul. Uh, if you don't let your emotions go in some way, uh, and breathing crying whatever it is are great ways to balance out the overheating of emotions Uh, but don't take it from me because i don't know what the shit i'm talking about i know one thing about what i know is i don't know what i don't know and the older i get i know one thing i know more than i ever have which has revealed one thing to me Uh, i do know more than i ever have known but it has revealed to me uh, that i don't know even more than i thought i knew and so every time i learn more I do know more, but I know more about what I don't know, uh, which is a beautiful journey uh, to be on of explorative uh, expansion and joy. Uh, Dr. Lee Warren, he's a brain surgeon. We're going to bring him on now. An author, a grief and trauma expert, a podcast hope, which you got three great guests for your show here. If you haven't explored or gone down the Dave Marino dragon hole, the Adam Jabin hero uh, and of course, uh, the, the rabbit hole of David Meltzer, we, we love uh, to, to have some podcast swap and get elevated to the awareness of the greatest dis-ease that we have, trauma that's self-created. Uh, and you have written a book, Hope is the First Dose. Uh, and uh, I assume the dose is uh, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, maybe a treatment plan for recovering from trauma tragedy, and other massive things, which, as we've discussed earlier, everybody suffers from it we react to it, which is so special. Dr. Lee Warren, thanks for joining us on Office Hours.
7: It's a pleasure and honor to be here, Dave, Adam, and Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you. Good
2: morning, Doc.
0: I want to talk about relativity, Doc. So I've been studying a lot of time, which led me down Einstein uh whole of of time and relativity and special relativity and general relativity yeah. um and it's this applied mathematics and theoretical physical physics that fascinate me and applied to trauma tragedy and other massive things uh we have a general generational perspective of relativity when it comes to trauma tragedy and other massive things um, and you know whether you're Vic- Victor Frankel in the relativity of you know his search for meaning, or some spoiled, rotten, entitled thirteen-year-old, uh, is the trauma the same? Is the trauma the same today for a Gen Z kid who, you know, his video game breaks compared to Victor Frankel who's sitting in the Holocaust drinking a fish head bowl of water? Uh, is it actually human perspective relativity the same?
7: Well, congratulations, first of all, because I've had probably a 1,000 interviews around this book, and that's the first time anybody's ever asked me about quantum physics, so congratulations. That's a new one. Love it. But you know what? You're exactly right. Um, In the terms of relativity, trauma has a way of making everything individual, And, and the first thing we do is we internalize what's happening, and our frontal lobes and the default mode of our brain make it about us. And so we always first go to, why is this happening to me? What, what am I going to do now? Right. And and so regardless of the nature of your trauma or your massive thing, as we call it in our family, it first starts with how does it affect us? And one of the secrets, actually, I think, to surviving and becoming resilient and facing these traumas is to learn how to zoom out a little bit and realize that. Other people have gone through similar things and they've made it through and looking at learning and discerning how people have made it through in the past. And even we've gone through hard things before and we've managed to make it through those things. So so kind of zooming out a little bit from the from the enormity of the personal part of the trauma is one of the secrets to getting back on your feet.
1: Dr. Lee, that's really sorry, David. I was
0: going to say that's awesome. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I echo that. <clears throat> really, really interesting stuff. And and every time I get to speak to a brain surgeon, I I feel like I am uh, I am not the smartest guy in the room. So it's, it's
6: always fun. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. When he hangs out with Adam and I, he's like, "Oh shit, I'm the smartest guy in the room. This is yeah. a waste of my time." Thank <laughs> God, thank yeah. God, Dr. Lee Warren's here. Yeah, I, I now feel like somebody's smarter than Dave Marino. There Listen, we go. Whatever I'm truth migrates the
1: fastest there's two people that make me feel dumb when i'm around you and it's not you it's miles and any brain surgeon that's it <laughs> <laughs> i'm in rarefied air here yeah uh so, so, so listen you, you obviously are touching on stuff from a, a very different uh aspect from as someone in your field right obviously you know you're looking at the brain uh your book hope is the first dose uh and the hope is one of those words that you know obviously means different things to different people but i think all of us can agree that, that hope is, you know, the drive to live and, you know, how you defer, you know, uh, interpret it from there, I think it varies, but, but how is it that hope plays a role in trauma and, and how do you help or what, what encouraging, uh, methods do you use, you know, post-trauma to help folks find that, that hope?
7: Great question. And, you know, I, I have a lot of, um, experience as a neurosurgeon in dealing with people with fatal cancers and, brain tumors and massive injuries and losing children and all that. And so for the 15 f- first 15 years or so of my career, I was studying these people and trying to figure out how do I help people when I can't save them with my surgery, right? If i if I'm giving you a fatal diagnosis, we know all the medical research says that people that lose hope really have a terrible quality of life, no matter what happens to their body. Right? So we, we've studied and learned that, that if you become hopeless, it's really deadlier, than cancer or heart disease, because you might recover from some of those things. But if you lose hope and you lose your peace of mind, your quality of life, um, hopeless people drink more, spend more time in the hospital, just have worse outcomes altogether. So hope is the engine that keeps you moving forward to believing that there is a possibility of things getting better for you even if the number of days of your life turn out to be more limited than you thought. Right. So hope helps us to maintain that pursuit of meaning. As as you mentioned, Viktor Frankl said, suffering isn't suffering. Once it gives, once it becomes purposeful, right. Once you know what it's about, then you don't suffer as much because now you have purpose. So in my world, there's a faith element to it too. I believe that we have a purpose and meaning in our lives. That means more than just how many days we're here And so as I was studying how to help people when I can't help them with my surgery, that's when our son, Mitch died in 2013, right? As I was actually writing my second book, which was about how to find hope when you're facing terminal illness. um, Our 19 year old son, Mitch was stabbed to death and we became one of those groups of people who were suffering ourselves, Dave. And, And so basically I then had to figure out, as you just mentioned, David, a second ago, I didn't know what I didn't know. And and I knew how to help other people, but I didn't know how to help myself or my family. And so all of a sudden we're faced with this massive tragedy. And, and do I really believe the things I've always said that I believed? And what I figured out is in answer, a short answer to your question is one of of energy behind your head again is to really have a set of things that you believe that you don't have to then question when life gets really hard. So if you, if you know, what you're about, you know, your internal belief structure, you've kind of drilled in your mind what's going to happen when these inevitable things occur. Then you don't have as far to fall when life kind of sweeps the you know, sweeps the rug out from under you.
0: Yeah, before I get to Adam, I I want to repeat that. Do I really believe the things I say I believe? And in between that void is either I am compared to this is what I want people to think I am. And if I really believe the things that I say I believe, (laughs) then I am closer on the spectrum to I am than this void that's created today, this energy crisis of, this is what I want people to think I am, therefore, this is what I say I believe. But do I really believe what I say I believe is an important self-analytical tool uh, and It is variance in its time of how much of the day do I actually believe what I say I believe? And can I catch myself when I don't believe what I say I believe and get back to, as we talked earlier, in harmony with what I truly believe, that faith, that hope that there is an abundant, infinite system unified with thought that is protecting, promoting, loving me more than my mom, a great omniscient and all-powerful source that we all belong to to and through. And I, I wanna reiterate that, even though we have an incredible brain who has his own specific training and expertise beyond David Marino even, uh, but more importantly, we face the same struggles as Viktor Frankl in the sense of, do I really believe what I say I believe? And I want everyone to be aware of, I am the spectrum between what we are and what we want people to think we are. That's what the Hero Project really is about. Uh, helping people that have that disease. Uh, Dr. Lee Warren, I want to introduce you to one of my close friends, Adam Jablin.
2: Hi, Adam. Hi, Doc. I can't tell you the tremendous amount of respect that I have for you. And um, one of the things, just to to let a thought out, one of the things that I sometimes play with of what can make me drink or use drugs again would be the loss of a child, if I lost my Olivia, if I lost my Ozzy. So, Cancel. Yeah, so if you are, thank you with the cancel, Dave, exactly. So if you, I want to just give you so much respect on on this book and on your mission. You know, I'm in circles where we talk about experience, strength, and hope. And a lot of people I know have the experience and strength, but they don't have the hope. Can you just pour into us just a little bit more of what it was like to be challenged like that and now how you're delivering you know you said you bring in the faith you bring in the science you bring in the hope but you really walk the walk how how do you how do you unpack that for us
7: well i think the first thing is we we teach this thing called self-brain surgery which is really just applied neuroplasticity learning how to take the way your brain is structured and using it to your advantage instead of letting it Use you if you if you don't shape your brain purposefully, your the, your experience and your life circumstances will shape it for you, right? So, so in terms of recovery for you, Adam, you know we we've learned that our natural tendency is to try to numb ourselves from what we're feeling, so we don't have to feel it, and so that's when people turn to alcohol, drugs, shopping, sex, gambling, whatever it might be. We try to turn off our brain and that constant stream of negative thinking that makes us think that this is going to be the end. That this thing that has happened is going to define the rest of our lives and we try to numb ourselves to that but the problem as we all learn with numbing behaviors is you can't selectively numb part of it if you numb something it, the whole thing goes numb and, and you can't make good decisions you can't think you can't feel your life and so we learn to, to love tomorrow more than we don't like what we're feeling now and so in the in the self-brain surgery community on my podcast for example we say Number one, relentlessly refuse to participate in your own demise like I've got to care about myself and my life enough and the people that I'm responsible for to not do something that's going to harm me and my ability to navigate this complex set of things that's coming now that we've suffered this trauma. Right. And if I just turn my brain off and numb it with alcohol or drugs or whatever, then I can't take care of tomorrow because I'm letting today bleed into tomorrow. So you get hangovers and, and cloudy thinking and all that stuff you didn't love tomorrow more than you hated what you felt today so we say don't treat a bad feeling with a bad operation right so don't don't take how you feel now and put the wrong treatment on it if, if you came into my office told me you had a headache and i said well let's just go to the operating room and I'll, I'll cut your head open we'll go figure out what's wrong you'd say wait 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 you know we need to do a scan we need to make a right diagnosis we need to determine what the problem is before we start treating it. And that's what we do with substances. That's what we do with any kind of numbing behavior is we take a feeling and we treat it with the wrong thing instead of diagnosing and understanding what the feeling is and then unpacking it and trying to process the fact, that feelings aren't facts feelings are neurotransmitters in our brains. And sometimes they point towards true things and sometimes they don't. And we have to learn to think about our thinking and process those things and, and take feelings and use them appropriately, not let them lead us around. I think just turning that equation around, getting the high ground on your thoughts and loving tomorrow more, Adam is the answer.
2: Loving tomorrow more. Thank you, doctor.
0: Wow. In the guise of protection and promotion and love, We do love Tomorrow More because it's full not only of possibilities, probabilities, and perspective, we do shape not only our mind, but our future, and the only limitation to that future is our self-image, and Dr. Lee Warren helps facilitate the correct self-image in order to facilitate an abundant, more-than-enough future for everyone, regardless of the tragedy, the trauma, and other massive things, uh, which Dr. Lee Warren was well-equipped for his and his families and we appreciate you sharing in the vulnerability and sharing uh the podcast is incredible it's all over the world uh and i encourage everyone uh to participate in it uh, and listen to it the dr lee warren podcast dr lee warren check out his book we all struggle hope is the first dose guaranteed thank you dr lee warren for joining us we have many other shows and many other guests for you the world needs more of you. Anyone smarter than a marina, the world needs more of. Uh, Miles won't go on tour, but maybe you will. Thanks for joining us on Office Hours.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. God bless you. Thanks. Thank you. I bless you, Doc. Wonderful to meet you.
7: Thank
0: you. See you soon. Thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here on Breakfast Club, we have four more minutes. And Nick, before I let you close out the room, <clears throat> for those that aren't familiar with Office Hours, although we've done over 570 of these episodes, I think it's, cause I don't even know. Game Reno's had like six kids ever since we started it. It's so however long it took to get to where you are. He's six feet 11 at the end of the show. Uh, we do a takeaway of the day. And to me, uh, what takeaways are is with all the amazing information that we received in the last hour, it's what resonated with you. That's the only thing that we really should capture because it encompasses intuition, intelligence, and inspiration, it's information that resonates with us is maybe not utilized today, but it will be sometime outside of linear constructive time u- useful in our lives. So uh, I love going around uh, and asking my incredible co host what the takeaways of today are. I'm going to start with the incredible DM, the smartest man in the room now. Dave Marino, what's your takeaway for the day?
1: My takeaway for today is Ikigai, uh, the Japanese concept of giving your life meaning and purpose. I mean, yeah, obviously just leaning into what Dr. Lee just said, you know, defining hope and, and finding uh, purpose, uh, particularly with folks that are dealing with tragedy and terminally ill situations, um, you know, define your purpose, find the reason and your why, uh, and then everything should stem from there from your basic value system.
0: I love it. And the incredible hero projects king of swing with Superman behind him and it's a reflection of his soul, Adam Jablin. What's the takeaway of that?
2: Uh both DMs. I think the takeaway for me today is that there is a solution, right? We heard somebody with harmonization and and somebody going right yeah. through the and dock right through the brain and that there is a solution for whatever we're suffering from the trauma the tragedy the disease the addictions that there there are different pathways so you know take a look because there's a lot of people out there that want to help wow and that's why i have
0: you guys co-hosting so many shows with me and in my frequency and my neighborhood because both of those resonated with me as well beyond a vibroacoustic circumstance. uh, And I appreciate both of you taking the time early in the morning. Uh, We, of course, course, curse Craig Goldberg for giving us the morning voice in a quantum way. I wanted to ask Dr. Warren Lee his very first quantum question. Uh, My takeaway for the day, which I loved, and it's applicable to all three of our guests, Craig Goldberg, Bob Gardner, and of course, Dr. Lee Warren, it is the relationship between feelings are not facts. And what are you allowing to shape you and your future? I want you to think about feelings aren't facts. But what are you allowing to shape you and your future? And I see so many people utilizing feelings as facts, and worse than that, amplifying those feelings as facts whether it's world atrocities or scientific information, political, socioeconomic, uh, but feelings are not fact. But more importantly, what are you allowing to shape you and your future? There's so much information, there's so much noise, there's so much dis-ease and interference in the world. What are you allowing to shape you and your future? Because you give meaning to everything you see, you give meaning to those feelings and the facts and you can shape you and you can shape your future. Whether you study physics, quantum physics, metaphysics, applied mathematics, whether you use some source of intelligent intuition or simple inspiration, notate this, that feelings are not fact and that you shape you and you shape your future. Very careful and clear about this. Identify the disease, have faith and hope, for that future to be protected, promoted, and loved, like I do, my friends Adam Jablin and Dave Marino. It's seven a.m. Pacific time. It's ten a.m. on the East Coast with Dave Marino and Adam Jablin. Their voices should be coming by now. My day will almost be over by ten a.m. And I appreciate both of you for joining me. Nick of time, go ahead and close out the room. I love you both. Take care, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. And I will quickly close out Thank you, everyone. Uh, we appreciate you. This has been an incredible Friday training, the Office Hours edition of Friday training. I want to thank Dave Marino and Adam Javelin, uh for joining me. It's an incredible day with incredible information. I want to thank our three guests, Craig Goldberg, Bob Gardner, and the incredible Dr. Lee Warren. You can't find better anywhere. Come and join us for over 24 years here. Uh, and if you would like uh, the exercises and guides, uh, that we have, uh, for uh, us on Friday training, let, let us know. We would be glad uh, to, to send out a book, sign it, send it to you, pay for shipping, and the book, Exercises and Guides. You can get the replay of the training, david at dmelzer.com. We're all traveling. If you want to know where, just go ahead and text me, 949-298-2905 to get alerts on where we are and what we're doing. Uh, There's a community of people that are here to help one another and know people that can help one another. Uh, We are creating a community that are going to buy from each other and sell for each other. We are here for each other. David at dmelcher.com. Lastly, I want to wish Mike Allen, the CEO of my company, an incredible soul. He is 31 years old today. He is an incredible soul. Happy birthday, Mike. Let's go ahead and bring on the music with happy birthday to you. Michael, we love you. Have a great day. Be kind to your future
1: self and do good deeds. We love you. Take care.